Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rama's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon on a, I guess it's a beautiful day. We're in the frozen Tulsa tundra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're recording this, this podcast on February the 3rd, the day after Groundhog Day. Yeah, and this we're on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> And um, according to the weather, man, we got nine inches of snow. Um, and at least four more coming. Yeah, so it, it's, it's been a little cold. You know, it's, it's okay. We're, we're, and Saturday, what? it's maybe no degrees. No degrees? Yeah, zero. Really? Are you yeah. serious? That's, I, what I, it's, that's what's among called. Depends on who you listen to. Yeah. You have to understand, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people were surprised by this because when, usually when our weatherman says it's going to snow, it doesn't. It's always when they say it's not going to yeah, snow, yeah. it's when we usually get snow. Um. You know, but anyway, we want to welcome everyone to the podcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at podcast at rhema.org. Rhema spelled R-H-E-M-A. Or you can like us on Instagram. Or you should like us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, and, you know, it's wonderful to hear from our audience. We're also, once again, we don't want to forget Doug Jones. Yes, djones at rhema.org. djones rhema.org. Um, Doug has, once again, keeps telling us no on the podcast and everybody i mean that's our number one question when is doug going to be on the yeah. podcast but you know we're going to get him there at some point in time you know the, the lord's going to have to beat him on the head or something like that yeah. um, but we'll have doug jones but today we have earl glisten he's from saint augustine florida and we knew it was going to snow because yes. Every time Earl comes in the wintertime, it snows. And, and I'm so, not talking about flurries. Every time he comes, we shut the whole ministry down. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is um, a case. I, I don't know what Earl does, but there's something he – in fact, when, when, um, uh, like I said, we have different pastors come in during this term. We knew pa- Earl was, was coming, and we let Earl know, hey, there's a chance of snow on Thursday. At the time, it was only 50% until Earl gets on the airplane and shows up here, and that's 90%. Yeah, then. Yeah. Um, but I want him to get that anointing working for him during the summer around camp meeting time. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so we've asked Earl next year to come a little later in yeah. March. Maybe, yeah. maybe we won't get spring. Snow. Yeah. It's springtime. Anyway, Earl, it's glad to have you on, on the show. It's great to be here. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to believe that um, I'm bringing snow from Florida. So, you know, there may be a hole in this theory, but the okay, reality well, hey, is, I, I think, let, I think deep, it has deep, deep somewhere in your inner man, <laughs> you're believing for it, but you just don't want to admit no, it. Now, my daughter See, would be, that's true, but I'm not believing Okay, for but it. let me ask you a question. Okay. All right. Before you got here, yes. so on Sunday, you know, my, my parents were there with you. Yes. Was it not pretty cold there where you were? It, it, was, it was very cold. cold. It was colder cold. in Florida yes. than Tulsa. So it was that cold. is true. It was colder in Florida. And then, and then you guys boarded the airplane and came back and you brought that is cold. Your, is your middle name Elsa? <laughs> it is not. But I did show my wife this morning the front lawn and I sang, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> of which she said, no. Um, so Tulsa ruined us last year. I mean, we are Floridians and we came in a week before Winter Bible to do third year pastors and um, hit Tupelo, Mississippi because we drove. It was 26 degrees. I did not see above freezing until I hit Alabama two weeks later, <laughs> about 1 p.m. And so, um, obviously, all the snow came in. Class got shut down. I think I taught two classes that week. 
and um, saving grace was that the person who was supposed to speak at third year pastors for winter bible couldn't come in so we got three days there (laughs) so it made a whole week and two weeks but you know i seem to have a track record when i come to teach i can only get three days in so next time maybe i'll just take full days to teach that way we'll be covered just in case it snows (laughs) yeah anyway Uh, earl you know i always tell everyone that we should always have a faith project there's something you know that you should believe in god for at at all times and obviously your church you've had a major faith project for a number of years now but um you guys just recently purchased the mall that you guys been meeting at for for a while so so tell us about your faith project and how faithful god has been and and tell us what you're doing with the mall yeah it's so amazing you know um obviously we were called to go to St. Augustine, Florida back in 2004, really, to St. Augustine. And if you guys listened to last year on the podcast, yeah. um, Earl was the one who lost his windshield, lost his windshield. whenever he was dri- ah, driving. and That's you know, true. The, the that's Lord true. speaking to him, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, um, we were uh, in 2003. It, actually, we were, 2004, we realized we were going to go back and plant a church in St. Augustine, but I didn't think we would get there till 2005 because my son would be a senior graduate here in Oklahoma. We were youth pastoring at Pastor David E. Mice Church in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. But the Lord moved up the time frame, and ultimately we moved in October of 2003, launched the church on April 11, 2004. Um, you know, and the Lord spoke to me concerning some things concerning the ministry. And um, one thing that he spoke to me is he said, you know, you cannot buy five acres. You're going to have to look for something larger. So, you know, the county that I live in is not a cheap county to live in, right? It's all relative anyway, but as a beginning church with a, not too many members. And it is the oldest city in the nation. It is the oldest yeah. city for, in the for, nation. People might not know about St. Augustine, you know. so It's just south of Jacksonville. We're on the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. You know, good point. And, um, you know, so St. John's County itself, you know, is kind of expensive, I would say. And um, kind of a tourist attraction. So. It is a very much a tourist attraction. I'm, I don't actually live in the county anymore. I went one county south, and it was easier to buy home, <laughs> you know, and less taxes in that context. But, you know, so you, you, when you're looking for larger patches of land, you've got to build your congregation, you know, on top of that. So, you know, for us, it just took time, right? I mean, you know, and one of the um, statistics in church pioneering is that, you know, you develop validity in a community once you buy property. As long as you're leasing or whatever, you know, you're not, like, legit. You're temporary. We're temporary. So we've Mm -hmm. been temporarily there for 17 years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, you know, I couldn't make that move me, right? Um, You know, where could our growth have been had we purchased? But at the end of the day, I needed something larger. And so just let everyone know, I mean, so what you did originally is you moved into the movie theater portion of them all, correct? I mean, yeah. So we started in a school, transitioned three years, went to a storefront. Three years later, transitioned and moved into the mall. Uh, the mall was going to tear down. We saw an article. We had outgrown our space. We had re- leased, really parking lots, what we outgrew. Yeah. And um, so um, we saw in the paper that they were going to tear the six-screen theater down in the Ponce de Leon Mall, which is you know, roughly close to 200,000 square feet total, the whole mall. The theater itself is about 20,000 square feet. And um, so we were like, man, let's get over there and let's call them up and see if we can lease it. It would be a cash flow for them instead of them tearing it down, having to pay. And we showed up, met with the vice president of leasing, walked through the space. I remember seeing movies there myself personally. And, um, you know, the the demolition crew came in because mm-hmm. they were fixing to um, do a, a bid 
for demo. And I remember looking at them and I said, y'all are not going to get this job. And sure enough, we cut a deal with them and moved into that location. Um, in 2009, we moved in to start doing remodeling, but we didn't have our first service till Easter Sunday in 2010. So we moved into the space and man, remodeled galore. Um, you know, we're tearing down. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Uh, curtains off the walls, you know, you're pulling up all the carpet. Everything smells like popcorn, right? <laughs> Everything <laughs> is fresh popcorn smell, right? And um, so we're just, just major construction. It's just crazy, Bill. Um, you know, and the problem was, is, you know, when I went there, I had a preschool. Yeah. So, you know, I had this challenge right out the gate. I can't, I cannot just move our preschool that operates Monday through Friday into this space. It's going to have to come up to code. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling them, so we're talking about faith, you know, and, and being persistent in faith that, you know, I need to be able to give some of the challenges we had along the way, right. Uh, for the, you know, the whole fullness of it to manifest or be heard on the podcast. But, um, I just couldn't move them. So I told them before I signed a lease with them that um, I know how the county works now. I've been with them long enough. I've done some remodel projects in places, and it takes time, you know, to get yourself okayed, occupancy, you know, you get your um, certified, you can move in and occupy spaces and stuff. And they're like, well, you know, Mr. Glisson, Pastor Earl's fine. We work with tenants all the time. We move rent commencements, dates back. You can go ahead and sign. Great. So we did four months in because we got 120 days to be able to get in. We're not there. I mean, we're not there. We got three theaters done, but two, three other theaters. I have to, we had to bring in 19 dump trucks worth of loads of dirt through one door by wheelbarrow. Good gracious. Because the, the floors went down two and a half feet in the middle and then came back up. It was like a little U. And we needed to level those floors so we could put classrooms in there. Yeah. And, um, and so we actually had our youth ministry on dirt. We had covered it with bisqueen, and they would go in there and do youth services on dirt floors. It's crazy. Wow. But I can't move a preschool on that. Yeah. You know, that's not going to pass code, man. So we went up to their headquarters to meet with the owner. It was three people were a part of this ownership. And the third person who had come in, he was an attorney. He was with this company, um, you know, the least amount of time. Uh, we went up to get permission to push back our rent commencement. Walked into his office, sat down, and he be begins to basically talk to us about the property and the problems that he has there, which was, you know, kind of challenging to us. I mean, we were like, or surprising. And um, he's just sitting there in the middle of his table, man, he, his desk, and he's pulling on his hair, you know, and kind of beating on his desk. And you're like, this guy was an attorney. He's like a business owner. What is happening here? He goes, who puts a, you know, the building right in the middle of your property? So long story short, they wanted to tear down Belk that we still have with them all, tear down the interior up to JCPenney, do a strip center and drop a Lowe's because St. Augustine did not have a Lowe's. Mm. And we had a Home Depot and they, Lowe's have been wanting to come for years. So he's, you know, saying, you know, he couldn't do nothing with the property based upon that. So I realized in the spirit then as Belk goes, the mall goes, right? So we're just saying, well, sir, you know, we just really need to push back our rent commencement. We're not ready. And um, he wouldn't do it. And I told him before I signed, I said, I cannot be in two locations. I'm not going to be able to be in two locations. Um, the Lord heard me say that, right? They said that they would, you know, push it back. Now here we are, right? And um, But then he just said something crazy. He's like, you don't want to buy them all. 
I'm just trying which, to get rent commencement. Right, which wasn't yeah, on yeah. the table. It wasn't even on the table. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were just... I mean, I ain't even paid the first month's rent, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm trying to not pay rent. I am not ready to pay rent. And he's like, you don't want to buy them all. And I'm like, and I just looked at my board member, and we're like, well, if we were, how much would you sell it for? <laughs> so, you know, he began to give us a price. So we had a price before I ever paid rent of what they were looking for. So that meeting there left me with this concept that, if we're going to have any long term in this location yeah. with this ownership, Belk needs to prosper. So that became our first faith project. To pray for Belk? To pray for Belk. There you go. Right? So we prayed for Belk's prosperity. I pushed Belk from the pulpit, man. <laughs> I was telling people to go shop at Belk. Belk Whenever gift they had cards. a sale, boom, go to Belk, right? You know, they were running a special and saying, hey, Pastor, would you, can we leave flyers? please bring them. They would have these little back-to-school things. We would get involved. We would have volunteers down there and work the tables, right? Because as Belt goes, the mall goes. And sure enough, they could not do that deal, and Lowe's built an eighth of a mile north of us (laughs) on the same highway. So, you know, a few years later, um, you know, um, we um, finally got fully in 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 2012, and... um, but well, I got stuck in two locations, talking about financial mm. pandemonium. And, you know, we don't like this, and, you know, hopefully people won't get offended when I say this, you know, because I'm sure I got some faith people out there that are going to be jacked up over the statement, but whatever. For the ones that live in reality and know how to live by faith, then they're going to be okay. But, you know, in a contract, when you sign, you have a certain amount of time before they can get rid of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's built into your contracts, right? You know, most places, you know, they'll give you so many grace days before you get into late payments, like in your own mortgage. If you look up your mortgage, you're going to find out that you don't have, if you don't pay on the first, you got so many days before you get in. And, you know, technically you cannot pay until, you know, less than 30 days and won't even show up on your credit. You yeah. can go 30 or 60 days late and they're still not going <clears> to <throat> foreclose. There's clauses there. You're still in right standing. Mm-hmm. You know, because they have built-in mechanisms. But technically, it's usually about 90 days before they start even, you know, starting exactly. to talk about anything. Wheels start turning. Right. Yeah. But you know how we get a lot of time. And that was pre-COVID. Now pre-COVID. Who, knows, who knows what's yeah, going right. on now. But you know how we get that, you know, if, if something's not met at a particular time, we can sometimes accuse people of not being in faith, right? Yeah. Or not believing God or something of that nature. I literally said, I cannot be in two locations. And God works off of words, right? And so I, they said, don't worry, Pastor Earl, we move these things. When they went against their word, God heard their word. Mm-hmm. So when I got stuck in two locations, financially it was very difficult between both locations. Paying on time was very challenging, extremely challenging. In fact, it did not even happen. I mean, we are accumulating debt here and there, plus having to. You have no choice. You have to have resource to get things over. So you're still having to spend on building stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we survived it, right? Because we trusted God. He brought things in. I never was removed from either location. <laughs> you know, things worked itself. I had to mentally handle the con and keep going to the Lord. You heard me say, and the Lord would bring things in and begin to move and begin to do things and begin to make happen. So in 2012, we finally fully moved in, and the head guy of the three, the, you know, his name was on first. 
he showed up and wanted to do a tour. And he walked into the building, right? And he saw the tour and what we had done and how great the space, and he loved the way that it looked. And, um, you know, and I explained to him the whole thing. I was honest. I said this. I said this. We're here now. I do not have any obligations. We were behind, you know, a couple months. I said, we'll catch up, no problem, right? And he looked at me and he said, Pastor Earl, I'm from the show me state, right? Or he said, I'm from Missouri. Missouri, yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> you know, it was meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, the show me state, so show me, right? So he ended up writing up an addendum for me. And he said, because we had just moved to a, th- to a th- need in three months now, he took three months and put them on the back side. He said, you start fresh. If you never miss a rent for one, one month, I'll get rid of it. Oh, you won't so, have to pay so it. So like for one month and a year or one so, month? So for one year, if I never miss right. a payment, <clears throat> then the three months that I would have paid him, he said, I'll just wipe it off. And we did that. Mm. That happened. A year later... So in, in essence, in essence, God heard your prayer. So, so yeah, you you struggled for a couple of months there, but in the end, in the end, in, in, in the end, even the, though the, they had violated their word, they had violated God was their true word. to His. He was true to His because He heard what you said. Because I was honest with them. Yeah, I cannot right now. I couldn't, and in the natural, we could not. And then they positionally put me in that position against their word mm-hmm. that they would do it right. So, so ultimately, once you showed them, then they could, they would keep end up keeping their word. <laughs> so eventually, yes, mm-hmm. and eventually, you know, they did that right. They came to that point where he wiped that off. Now, how much did I believe God that we were in this position to do so? Because I knew that if we came over, we'd be fine. I personally, not the church was going to be responsible for those three months, mm-hmm. which I'll tell you, it was $30,000. We're paying 10000 a month there, right? So $30,000 is going to come to me personally. But I know my God, right? You, I, you, you, know, you can never allow fear to get in the way of what you know the plan and purpose of God is, even though things aren't necessarily going in the direction you maybe have perceived or certain challenges take up. I mean, you know, obstacles are coming. Challenges are going to happen situations are out of your control that you just have to maintain because really what took us so long to get in you have inspectors you have people who have to come in and inspect the place and do the plans and they're not worried about whether you're paying a bill here or there or when you're doing and how fast they let your stuff sit on their table right you have to keep going down to the county you have to keep showing up and all these things and you're working and working but if you let the anxiety of all these moments overcome you Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day the devil's going to defeat you and then you're going to look really bad in the community because at the end of the day you didn't truly trust god at what he said that you should be doing and where you should go and that he will honor your word even if someone else don't honor theirs but we see in this moment, you know, God did just that. Um, so then by 2014, here it is crazy, a year later, a year later after this. So I went from 2012 to 2013, proved that we could have done what we said we could have done from the first time if you yeah. went to put me in two locations. I proved to that particular owner I could do this. A year later, probably, you know, 15 months, maybe 18 months. I get a call my, while my wife and I are off on a particular Friday. Actually, I was at the beach. It was awesome. End of November, it was amazing. <laughs> so, um, so you're th- saying it's actually warm where, where you are sometimes. It's, it's warm now. It's 70 degrees. Today <laughs> in Florida, it's 70 degrees, and we're all trying to pull that heat wave to us now. <laughs> but um, So I get a call, and it's 
this, you know, the, the business, that the corporation owns them all. And so I answer it, you know, and I'm like, you know, hey, how are you doing? And so they're like, hey, Pastor Earl, listen, we've been thinking about the mall. And, um, you know, we just haven't been able to actually get tenants in. They've just they've steadily lost tenants since, you know, we've been there. And um, so he's they were like, you know, we just like to meet with you and get your thoughts about maybe what what do you think about the mall? What do you think we should do? And I'm like, sure, I'll meet with you. <laughs> so they end up showing up and, and meeting with me and brought a huge entourage, you know, and now these are the leasing people side. And um, they did have a guy in acquisition that came and we sat down. And so they basically made a presentation of me renting more stuff. So here's a guy, <laughs> listen now, here's a guy that moved in 2009, tried to get rent commitment put back, pushed back in 2010, in which they did not do it, for two years was struggling of making a payment on time because we were stuck in two locations that we communicated we shouldn't. The owner shows up, loves what the space looks like, puts my, you know, deferred rent on the back end, and if I pay on time every month for a year, he'll wipe it away, does that. Now they're coming to me wanting me to spend more money. <laughs> right? I mean, this is like, I'm sure there's business people like, these people are idiots. Why would they do it? But let me just say this. This company owns currently today 30 malls, and they increased from the 22 they had when I first met them and they've increased every year. Hmm. They've even added during COVID. Wow. So they know how to do the malls. They're, they're good ever, business people. They're good words. business people. Yeah. And they're great business people with interior malls that people say are dying. You understand, interior malls are not dying in the right size community. Hmm. So again, when we hear these things, you know, interior malls are dying everywhere. Tulsa, y'all have some malls that are looking pretty rough, but you're in a major metropolitan area. Yeah. When you talk about a smaller <clears throat> rural area or smaller community in those like Valdosta, right? The Valdosta. First, first mall I ever went in in my life was that one in Valdosta. Yep. And it's thriving today. To Why? Because it's the heartbeat of that community. Mm -hmm. Those are the malls this it, company goes Valdosta, after. That's Valdosta, Georgia for yeah. you guys yes. out there listening. Thank I have you. no clue where Geographically yeah. challenged people. Yeah. <laughs> Valdosta, Georgia. Um, so those types of communities, these malls thrive, right? Mm -hmm. St. Augustine itself is that type of community. It's just that we had some outlet malls put out by uh, our interstate. But the reality is I have one of those literally shut down. Really? I mean, this year. They're going to bulldoze um, the majority of them and build multifamily units there now and just keep a few of them. So it's kind of like making it a mini town center yeah, with we, housing around it. Down. We had an outlet mall in Stroud, a few few miles away from here, and a tornado bulldozed. <laughs> well, that would be a conflict. <laughs> and it never re reopened. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, they knew what business they knew how to do business, and here they want to engage in us, right? Uh, so there's something God's doing, is what I'm saying. God had a plan. God had a purpose, and for me, I needed to hear. Now, I would say in the year prior. In 13, I started to perceive that the Lord just might want us to take this property. Uh, didn't know how that would be, obviously, but it was just a perception. So I started doing my prayer walks around the mall, kind of like a Jericho, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're just walking around, praying, praying. Here it is, 2014. Because you don't know what this is going to look like, have, but you got it on the inside. I got it on the inside, mm -hmm. right? And you're just praying it out, right? You're just kind of waiting on the Lord. You know, I don't want my own thoughts on it, so you, what little bit I got a perception, let's just go with that and move forward. So in this 2014 meeting, we sit down to talk about it, and then knowing God— you know, thank God for the Holy Ghost who will cause things to come to your remembrance. I'm 
transported back into, you know, that one partner's office. And um, I remember a number. So we said, well, we'd like to buy it. And they said, well, we've never sold them all. We said, well, we've never bought one. (laughs) (laughs) And then they said, well, if we were going to buy, sell one, it would probably be this one. So, you know, that was the door. And now, how much did I have in a building fund for purchasing property? What was in our savings account? Well, when this project came, when this, you know, idea was floated across the table, I mean, we were sitting on a lot like zero. (laughs) (laughs) Fat one. (laughs) It was a big, fat nothing, right? Um, You know, I wasn't. You know, I just put so much resource into Mm -hmm. the mall, the building itself. And and what we don't understand, once you get a location, you got to remodel that location. Got to remodel it. So, you know, you could put hundreds of thousands of dollars into a place that you're you're just leasing. Literally. Literally. And then, you know... What we haven't talked about, you know, you guys, you had a preschool, then went to a, a Christian school, and yep. so you kept on needing more parts of the mall and, and remodeling, which costs money, too. So. Exactly. So, you know, when I got into this conversation, we still basically had our 20,000 footprint. We ended up having to pick up another 24 because they closed the interior of the mall. And so I had to become what they call a junior anchor. I had this dead-end corridor that I had to get into another store within the mall just so I'd have a different exit, another way to get out of the building because I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to stay in the space according to the fire marshal. Yeah. You know, basically, I'm kicked out of 20,000 square feet. Not right? enough egress. Not so, enough so, egress. So you became your own anchor store. I became my own anchor store. Anchor, anchor Faith, Faith became Gun. an anchor <laughs> store. <laughs> You know, Brother Oral, you know, we're, we're talking about faith and, you know, how God's always faithful. Um, obviously, there's more to the story, and, and we're going to continue on next week um, talking about how God gave me a mall and, you know, what am I going to do with it now? Um, you, you know, but everything that you learned on how to believe God started at Rainbow Bible Training College. That is right. While you were here at, as a student at Rainbow Bible Training College, um, God poured that that spirit of faith on the inside of you. That, that and you know, through not only from my dad and my grandfather, the, my dad, the tenacity, yes, you know, to keep yeah. believing that I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. And it was that tenacity and that faith that, that kept you going through all this situation. So you know, maybe you're listening out there today and you're thinking. Man, I need I need some some faith like that. I, I need to know more about the Word of God. Maybe you feel called to the ministry. I don't care whether you're 18 or 82. You know, Raymond Bible Training College is is a wonderful place. And, and you just think, well, why would I? I'm 30 years old. Why would I want to go back to Bible College? It's because you know what, God has a plan for your life. And you know, we encourage you to go to rbtc.org and check out Raymond Bible Training College. Um, you know, you can give us your information and we'll set up a tour for you to come at some point in time, you know, talk to you more about Rainbow. Also, we have an event coming up, Winter Bible Seminar and Worldwide Homecoming, where we're going to bring um, we're going to bring graduates from our campuses all over the world, the ones that can get here, yeah. you know, and it's going to be a wonderful time. We have over 100,000 Rhema graduates yes. on 282 campuses all over the world. So February 20th through the 25th, right here on, on the, the campus of Rainbow Bible Training College at Rainbow Bible Church building here where we're, we are today, yep. we're going to have 
um, Winter Bible Seminar um, home, uh, Worldwide Homecoming 2022, February 20th through the 25th. And if you can get here to the Tulsa area, we encourage you to, to, to do that um, as well. You know, but it's just wonderful to hear your story, Earl, and, you know, I'm just, you know, we're, we're praying with you and believing with you, you know, but it is so awesome how God's doing wonderful things all over the world. Amen. Yes, it's true. And, you know, we're just a part because, you know what, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, hope, help, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day.